Hello and welcome to episode 15 of Kyber Loves Movies. I'm your host, Kyber, and this is going to be a little bit of a special episode today because one, it's approaching the holidays, getting to Christmas time, one of my favorite times of the year. And second, I have not only one guest, but I have two wonderful people joined by me today. I think I think they, they might be they might be familiar faces as fellow as past members of the show. But welcome uh, Adam Bender and Alex Karras. What's up, guys? Hey, what's up, Kyra? Familiar faces, familiar voices. Thank you for having us both back on and Merry Christmas. Yeah, well, one, I just love talking yeah. movies with you guys. So, oh, yeah. Always fun. Excited. Always fun. All right. Uh, so, as this as we're getting we're getting close to christmas time uh super close now super exciting uh my first kind of question to start off uh this first topic or whatever is just do like do you guys have any christmas like traditions or christmas movies that you guys watch with your families every year or kind of what what are you guys excited for the holiday coming up Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. I love Christmas. <laughs> yeah. The final answer. Yes. Um, no, I love Thanksgiving and Christmas are my, my, my two favorite holidays. Um, I love Christmas time. It's funny. I'm, I'm home for, uh, I'm home for winter break, uh, right now, which, um, I haven't really been with my family much because of COVID. Um, but it is, there's been conversations mainly between me and my mom of like, um what should we watch a christmas movie and i was realizing like i don't really like christmas movies <laughs> perfect <laughs> um like the the staple christmas movies like you know you got home alone uh elf um other ones uh most of i like i'm not eager to watch uh which is probably bad on my part because i'm sure that's an unpopular opinion um but the one movie that we watch every year and the one movie that I do really like watching is uh, A Christmas Story. I don't know why that like, I think it's just like a childhood tradition for my parents. And then, um, yeah, that one I actually do enjoy watching. So I'm excited for that tradition. We haven't done it yet, but we'll probably do it on Christmas. And then, yeah. But That's otherwise hilarious. I love the holiday. I, lo- I love the time. So I just you know, the movies don't do it for me. Yeah. No, I, I, I mean, I, I definitely feel that I, uh, there, when I think of Christmas, I don't, I don't automatically think of movies. Um, and I mean, that's, that's fine. I think that, I think that there's some great, obviously great Christmas movies. Like I, I always, I've always liked Elf. Um, I've, I've actually never seen Home Alone. I've never seen Christmas Story. So sorry. Uh, but yeah, there's there's some great great movies. I I I mean, I personally love one of the classics, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. That's always yeah. always a good one. Uh, but yeah, it's cool to hear that you ha- kind of have that that tradition, Adam, about watching that movie every Christmas. And I hope you enjoy it as much this this year. That's cool. I have uh, you know the basic traditions. Music's playing after Thanksgiving. I'm a big music guy, so that's always going. 
um, you know, the, the meaning of Christmas, of, of Jesus' birth and presence and family. Movies, um, you know, normally aren't that big for me and my family, but um, this season, I guess, with COVID and being inside and after school ending, we had a lot of free nights. And so my sisters were very adamant about watching a Christmas movie every night, um, or at least part of one. So we've actually watched a fair share of Christmas movies. Um, the one that I haven't happened to see, which is Adam's favorite, A Christmas Story. I mean, I know I can see the kid's face, but I just have not seen the whole story. But I feel like I'm pretty, pretty well versed in Christmas movies. Um, I've got a, I've got a pretty good list in my head and a pretty good list that we've watched so far. Um, you know, Elf being probably the highest on the list uh, for me and my family. Um, but yeah, I mean, movies, movies are. You know, they're not the the big Christmas thing, I don't think, but yeah. they're such a great way to like, you know, put the meaning of Christmas to things as, you know, movies are for a whole lot of other subjects. Yeah, I've had, there's been a lot of, there's been, there's been a lot of kind of new lifetime romantic comedy Christmas oh, movies going on has. in my house because my mom is absolutely in love with those. Oh, really? Uh, unlike, unlike, uh, what is it? Hallmark movies. Yeah, I think yeah. I think some of them are on Lifetime, and I watched. I I normally don't love watching all these because it's kind of so predictable. Very, right. it, they're fun movies, but they're just kind of the same with just different <laughs> with different settings, you know. Yeah, the names uh, are different too somehow. <laughs> uh, but one of a uh, yeah. So, but like I don't I don't really watch a lot of them. Um, mm -hmm. But one of them was was I kind of was just there and was kind of it was on the background I was playing my switch or whatever and it was called like we'll meet again on Christmas Eve or something mm -hmm. uh I was it, was it was fun it was just about like these this couple who uh basically broke up on Christmas and then you like eight years later are supposed to be planning this wedding together and it kind of about them and it was it was kind of cute uh, but yeah, it's so I, whenever I think of Christmas movies, my, my mind automatically goes to, uh, cookie cutter rom-coms. Mm. Uh, and so that's, that's not, that's been, that's been kind of, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't I, I think, I don't know. It's just, can, uh, I, 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 I should do research on this cause I don't remember, but you guys hear about, um, a recipe for seduction no <laughs> so that's <laughs> that's the movie i know it sounds weird that's the either lifetime or hallmark movie that is either coming out or came out uh starring mario lopez as colonel sanders and it's like the kfc origin stories but like he he's like this chef for like this rich family and then like somebody dies i don't know the trailer the kfc movie my brother actually my, my what's oh my the, goodness my brother actually my actually came like brought that up last yeah. night we were talking about like movies or whatever and he and he uh basically asked my family have you guys heard of the kfc movie or whatever and i didn't know what it was called i thought it was just kfc the movie i thought that that was my assumption but that, <laughs> i i need to watch this now i guess uh, yeah, I don't. I saw the trailer. I don't remember. I think it was actually coming out around. It, it might already be out. It's not a Christmas movie. Uh -huh. It's just, you know, you were talking about the the 
cookie cutter rom-coms yeah yeah that's dramas funny. yeah so there you go maybe that's a new christmas tradition <laughs> watch the kfc movie every year a recipe for seduction <laughs> I know I'm, it sounds I'm very more than anything, intimate. Yeah, I don't know. It's very intense. Yeah. Uh, but oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, one, I think that I I'm a person who love like loves a lot of the movies I see, but it's kind of hard sometimes to see, kind of get me to watch a certain movie if I don't if I'm I don't know my 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 energy or motivation to watching different movies really really is kind of spontaneous when you think yeah. about it because sometimes i'm so just all in on seeing this certain movie if it's if i'm in the right mood when i learn about it or if i kind mm. of come upon it by myself but when but when like we're scrolling netflix as a family or just me i see all these movies i'm kind of like it, it has to grab it has to really grab my attention and really look interesting or i'm kind of eh, i'll just not watch it or just kind of have it in the background and play my switch or something yeah. uh but one of one of those movies so so i've seen kind of a lot of movies recently and one of the movies that i can say is sort of a christmas movie uh is is not the typical christmas movie but is set on christmas uh that i recently saw is uh die hard and yeah, i'm so glad someone brought up die hard sweet um well so starring <laughs> bruce willis uh i saw i had never seen it before uh, i've i've heard about like how this is like a great christmas movie you know or just it's that it's the endless debate of whether it's a Christmas movie or not. Uh, and so I've, I, and then there's, there's been a bunch of sequels, but uh, I finally saw it. And again, I was one of those cases where I wasn't super interested in watching it kind of was half watching it for most of it, but kind of, I, as the movie went on, I think I got, I looked up at it more and kind of had been pe- paid more attention as it went on and because it was it was a really good good action flick and i thought it was really enjoyable and uh it's set it's obviously set on christmas and it was a mm-hmm. it was overall a pretty good movie so i'm I, i'm happy that i was able to say i've watched it now so so what's the what's what's your verdict christmas movie or not is die hard a christmas oh, movie i'd say it's a christmas movie that's what i would also say that. because there's not enough there's two let, let me just say there's too many rom-com Christmas movies and not enough straight up action Christmas movies. And if, if calling Die Hard is, is a, as a Christmas movie adds one to the action Christmas movie column, I'll, I'll take it because, and it's also set on Christmas. So what, what, what other, what other kind of criteria yeah. would it need? All right. Well, yeah. So, go, ahead, go ahead. I was going to, Gremlins is also on on Christmas Day. Is that a is that a Christmas movie too? Definitely. I've okay. seen Gremlins for so long. It, I, just had to, I just had to know. Well, that's yeah. So when we were when I was like talking to my family about Christmas movies, the ones uh-huh. I listed, I was like Die Hard, Gremlins, like half as a joke, just because I I know that's like a you know like it's it's the sort of controversial like is it Christmas <laughs> is it not. Um, 
but yeah, is the criteria just it takes place on Christmas? I think yeah. I think to I think I think that to me that works. Uh, to me, it works. I'm okay with it because I don't I'll, I don't I don't know how many more movies that add. The only other movie, and I you know, this popped in my head as the you know big Marvel fan. When I was on that Marvel episode, like Iron Man three starts on Christmas or around Christmas. Hmm. Is that a Christmas movie? I don't know. Sure. Mm, it's I pushing it. So it's I, wouldn't, it. I wouldn't say that because most of the movie doesn't take place on Christmas. Right. It's all I off. think I think a majority of the movie has to take place either on Christmas, on Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, or kind of around Christmas. Yeah. And Christmas has to be like a folk like a focal time period. Okay. Uh of the setting of the movie. I think if there's one scene like on Christmas to like because there's movies like coming of age movies or just what dramas where there might be a scene sure set on Christmas with the characters, but that's like a tiny portion of the movie. And I don't think we can call those Christmas movies. But okay. I think for it to be a Christmas movie, it, a majority of the time, if not all the time, has to be kind of around the Christmas Christmas holiday. Okay. Yeah. And that's why, like, the North Pole movies, like Rudolph, even though it's not like, you know, or like Frosty the Snowman or North Pole Santa Claus, you know, it's all in the Christmas spirit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sure. There we go. We have a clear, defined dictionary definition. Yeah. Cut yeah. I, I think there's a lot of nowadays, I think there's a lot of different conceptions of movies and Christmas. And what I mean by that is, there's a lot of, like, there's just a lot of stuff that's getting released on Christmas or around Christmas this year. Like, the Star Wars fan in me, The Mandalorian just finished up, which is amazing. Uh, Christmas Day is really exciting for me because not only does Wonder Woman drop on HBO Max, but also uh, Pixar's new movie Soul drops on Disney Plus on Christmas. And so... I think, mm. and and beyond that, Disney Disney last year had the had Noel starring Anna Kendrick, which I didn't see, but it's a Christmas I movie. I just saw that. They have this year. I think it's a Chris. They say it's a Christmas movie as Godmothered, which I kind of want to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and that's just Disney. There's and then there's like musical specials on. I I'm getting like notifications for all these different musical kind of. Uh, concert like beware of the the Grinch musical (laughs) (laughs) but like uh, on HBO Max Carrie Underwood had a Christmas kind of special I think on Apple there's one Prime Video there's one and so I think with the advent of streaming in this and especially COVID there's a lot of more there's a lot more things getting released specifically on streaming and just more more kind of stuff uh what do you guys think of that? Or are you guys excited for anything of that I kind of talked about? I mean, I just watched Noel. Um, How was week. it? It was good. I went into it very much expecting very poor quality, very little from it. And it still, you know, was was a kid's Christmas movie. But there were some very heartfelt, like very personal moments that I thought they did well on. Um, and they they could have taken it um, like very progressively if they wanted to, but I felt like 
you know, they, they did in some ways, but then they also like kept back and, and kept the realism of it. So I'd actually suggest the movie if you, if you get a chance to watch it, it was a pretty heartfelt movie. So yeah, I liked it. Um, but yeah, you're right. Everything kind of comes out Christmas time and it's like a little gift that we get and hopefully these movies yeah, continue to do well. I mean, outside of COVID times, Christmas and the holiday season is like a big, is usually a big movie time because mm. that was that was when all the new Star Wars movies were dropped, big movies like Aquaman and Bumblebee recently. It's always it's always a time for big blockbuster movies, kind of the last hurrah of the year. And so yeah. it's interesting, it's 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 interesting to see how that's being handled with this new age of COVID stuff. And I mean, I I I am so excited to see uh Usually, usually we don't really, as a family, me and my family don't really watch movies on Christmas Day. We, it's, it's, we usually have a very set kind of schedule. We wake up, we have family come over, and then we go uh, kind of spend a few hours, and then we go to more family at the end of the night, and then we get home. And so it's, it's pretty consistent, but I mean, we can't do much of that now. Uh, and I mean, Wonder Woman is, I've been waiting for since the summer, honestly. And so it'll be really exciting to kind of see that uh, when it comes out on Christmas. So, I don't know. yeah, I think it's interesting because you're exactly right. I remember, you know, in the, you know, like when you're like around the age of like 10, I would say there's almost always some like big, you know, like, yeah, it's a Christmas movie. Everyone's on break. Like, let's go as a family, see a movie um, sort of thing. As I've gotten older, that's become less of, a tradition and now with COVID I think at least for me um and now with COVID I think you're right but I think it is, it is interesting because I think these movies that are coming out to me um nowadays I almost you know, like I think about Wonder Woman and like I, I think I'd rather see it in theaters I think there's a lot of things people would rather be doing you know not at home nowadays but um it's interesting I think you will kind of lose um the the blockbusters i think will kind of suffer going straight to streaming um those big like high budget movies but like to me like this season like i I didn't realize soul was coming out so like you telling me about that like that's a movie that now i'm excited to see and i want to like i'm excited to stream from home so it's it's going to be really interesting kind of navigating that and seeing what the performance of these different uh genres and budgets and i mean I, i'm sure soul was a massive budget as well but i, I picture like you know these big cgi fest like superhero movies and like that's sort of bumblebee and like what you said um like it's fun to go see those in theaters and people are off so i think they do it um around this time to me more like pixar animated stuff is more important to today to covid winter um so it'd be interesting yeah i don't I guess I don't know. I, I wouldn't be able to accurately p- predict performance of any of them specifically, but like, yeah, I, I, having this conversation, I'm personally now excited for Soul and like, again, like, you know, sitting down and watching these like animated movies um, at home. So it'd be interesting. Definitely. Um, one, one, while, while on the topic of animation, one movie that one Christmas type movie that I've that I that I've loved since even I was 
I was little uh, that I've been that I've been wanting to see again is and being so when I was when I was younger, a big thing for me was uh, Veggie Tales and uh, those kind of stories. And one of my favorites was uh, the the Christmas Star uh, kind of special from Veggie Tales, and that's and I kind of I just before this episode, I was kind of like, well, I I, I think I want to talk about this because it's always been like a part of my childhood, and uh, I think there's a lot of cool I. I just want to pl- say again that there's so many cool stories that are told through animation, um, and I think that I think that uh, as a as a kid or as a young adult kind of growing up, it's cool to like learn learn different lessons through these fun uh, these fun uh, kind of carefree, innocent type of uh, stories. And yeah. Soul, I think, will. Obviously, I don't think that Soul and Veggie Tales of Christmas Star is going to be related in the least. But I think that um, as an animated movie, I think Soul will very, very much benefit from being released on Christmas and kind of uh, be allowed to be enjoyed by a lot of people uh, with like as a family. Whereas maybe earlier in the year, it kind of could have possibly gotten drowned out by a, a lot of the hustle and bustle of life and uh school or summer or work or stuff and so i think uh i think that's a good point it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how all these uh movies kind of play out and perform so yeah so i haven't seen the you said veggie tales christmas star something yes. like that you haven't seen it is no is that well maybe is it's not the one where it's like a christmas carol is it I I don't even know maybe. if the Veggie Tales did a Christmas Carol. I don't think they did. Oh, they had to have. I, I feel like they had to Christmas because Carol. everyone, right? If the Muppets did a Christmas Carol, the Veggie Tales <laughs> must have done a Christmas Carol. Like it's about I don't know. It's it's set in like a it's set in like kind of a old timey town. I'm looking it up. Old timey right town, and there's like a there's like this Christmas star that they don't want to break or whatever i think uh-huh. i don't remember it that much but this is saying like the veggie tales the veggies the vegetables are like putting on a nativity play or a musical yes uh, yes, yes, yeah. yes yes yeah i, I watched if I, I i sounds familiar so i i'm sure i've seen it at some point it was <laughs> at least a, a decade since i've probably seen that yeah so. it's it's been a while but it's 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 basically about them kind of it's like a nativity play, uh, mm. recreating the nativity scene, and uh, it's it's this 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 says it's in London in the year eighteen eighty two, and it's just sure. it's it's just a Perfect fun time. little little story about uh, these guys who I don't know it's it, I'd have to read I should have <laughs> read I should have read through the whole plot but it's a fun little uh, story. That's cool. Well, I'm so. I'm curious what you guys, because stepping away from like movies, um, mm-hmm. the media that I'm consuming nowadays um, is not, I'm not eager to watch big action movies. I'm not eager to watch like these sort of like thrillers or anything. Um, and I, so I'm curious. So like the, the two shows that I've watched in like the last week on Netflix are Great British Bake Off, um, 
great show perfect nice. year round yeah um, agreed. but it's like that's that's like totally the vibe i want right now and then also uh i started watching the queen's gambit that chess show on netflix yes and it deals with important and like uh kind of like you know more mature topics but it's still like at the end of the day you're just watching a show about chess um so it's like yeah like my my like intake has become so much less of like action explosions like you know and i I think i need that i think that's i think it's partly like i want that and it's partly like it's a necessity to just be like winter like now i'm just like relaxing you know Mm -hmm. i'm curious what you guys are like watching nowadays or you know gregorio said he's watching you know, lifetime movies, which no, 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 no. Let me clarify. I'm not watching all these lifetime movies. I'm I just watched there. I watched one, and usually, and that was enough. I watched one, and that was enough. Okay, I mean, I'm not judging. I'm just, I'm just saying. Um, oh, I, I've been watching a lot of stuff that you could judge, probably, but uh, uh, yeah. I mean, mainly, I've been, I've been kind of, I've been. I haven't been, I've been playing a lot, kind of been doing more like video game stuff and not, not been a little watching a lot of movies recently. Um, but uh, I have been, yeah, I mean, I already talked about it, but big show that I was, that I've been excited for, for the past month, like two months has been the Mandalorian on Disney plus. That's, that's been a really cool. Uh, it's, it's a lot. It's not, what I like about it is it's more, it's really thoughtful mm-hmm. and it's less big spectacle. Mm-hmm. Whereas it's kind of more focused on characters and kind of the yeah. world that they've created within the show. And I really appreciated that. And I think they've done a really good job at kind of setting up this, this world that they've created. Um, but yeah well because that's because star wars comes out unless i'm mistaken like the last you know since the new trilogy those all come out in the winter right or no solo came out in may yeah yeah they've all come out like two weeks before christmas besides solo gotcha there's something about that there's something because i think star wars is like so comfort comfort comforting and like comfortable to people and so well known that like that sort of gets a pass you know mm-hmm. but like i like what you said about the mandalorian like i feel like yeah i want like character stories now like right now and that's what this show is that's what yeah. that show is it's it's really and i how how is the queen's gambit because i've been i saw it and i mean i and Anna taylor joy is killing it right now and so yeah uh, how is the show well it's yeah i watched the first episode and i was like kind of it was like kind of boring but then it really picked up and it's, it, it does a really good job of, I used to, it's sort of interesting to me because I used to really love chess as like a child. And then I just haven't, I haven't played a game of chess in probably five years. Same. Um, so like, that's an interesting, you know, I think again, like probably everyone has played the game, so they sort of get it. Um, and it does a really good job of making it interesting, but it's like, yeah, you get, you get this, this character that you kind of you empathize with in a lot of ways and it is unique in a lot of ways and then like the scoring is beautiful it's just like a really appealing show to kind of just like sit with you know um so yeah it's not like you know it's not 
it, it just kind of is what it is, but, but in like a really great way. Um, and I think I, I'm watching it with my family and I think someone was like, is there a second season of this? I was like, no, it's like a, a one story and that will resolve and it's only seven episodes. So we're, we're like halfway done. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's like the sort of thing that I haven't watched Mandalorian. I really should. Um, but yeah. yeah, again, like now today, this season, like I want characters that I can care about and like, mm-hmm. I'm doing a lot more like reading. I'm just kind of like, I like stories right now. Not, not yeah. so much like spectacle. Yeah, that's, 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 that's fine. I think that, yeah. I think that COVID has kind of, it's, it's weird. I think I've watched less during COVID times than I would usually watch. Um, yeah. Whether True. it's, whether it's because of school, whether it's cause I have all this free time to do other stuff rather than just kind of put on, put something on in the background. I don't know. Right. Uh, but I mean, another show that I, that I've been, that I watched with my family was uh, The Flight Attendant on HBO Max starring Kaylee Cuoco. Uh, and that was a, it's basically a kind of a murder mystery suspense show, but it's also like a comedy and draw. It's a really, it's really good me- meshing of genres and it kind of had a slow start, but the end, they really brought it home. And I thought it was a really good kind of story about, uh, this woman played by Kaylee Croco, who, who is, who goes through something very, very, uh, just life changing and tragic and shocking, and seeing her try to unravel this mystery, but also deal with deal with the trauma and deal with the kind of um, deal with her own past in a way that's really rewarding and feels really, really human is, was a really good, uh, I thought a really good, just thing to behold and watch and kind of go on this journey. And so I thought it was really cool. Interesting. Yeah. Check that yeah. out. Um, yeah, that sounds really cool. Yeah. Uh, Alex, have you, what have you been watching? Well, um, I have watched the Queen's Gambit and thought it was a fantastic show. Very similar to what Adam was saying. Um, I've actually watched it twice now, the whole thing. And mm. I really liked, I liked that it's one season and contained, like it kind of, it's one story, you know, beginning and it, it follows a book. Um, but you know, like a lot of movies come from books and sometimes a lot of TV shows do a little more justice to the book just because they have more time to expand upon it than movies do. And I think the Queen's Gambit was very excellent example of that. Um, and yeah, Adam, I'm, I'm feeling the same way about just shows that you know, are story driven and uh, that aren't too out of control, I guess. I feel like in a way we want things to be controlled right now. We don't like, we are already experiencing a lot of other stuff. And one really cool quote from um, the Queen's Gambit is uh, like, they talk about how uh, Beth, who's like the leading chess player, um, like views the board and it's like, she views it as like a contained space where life happens. And it's like, you know, all the moves are whatever, but like in the end, it's just one board and all the pieces do what they do. So I think, yeah, I think kind of shows like that. I mean, I, I wasn't expecting much. I often don't expect much going into shows, but really enjoyed that. Watched The Mandalorian, just finished. Epic. Um, you liked it? Loved it. Yes. Um, and I just watched, I rewatched The Office. Um, I do that anyway, though, so it's nothing new. Um, but then I watched Broadchurch. Um 
the first two seasons of that show and that was fantastic it's drama which was a little intense but i watched it twice so i must have liked it um but it is contained and uh yeah that's what i've been watching recently and yeah i haven't felt the need to watch anything too intense or too dramatic i feel like they're like while scrolling on netflix i'll see just like these very intense just situations or war movies or um yeah action i guess i i haven't felt too into it i guess yeah but i never have truly um but even that like right now it's even less like yeah i'm good yeah i I think what's interesting also about something like the mandalorian um is it's it's happening it's sort of like you know tiger king i sort of queen's gambit as well like it's happening it's released now and it's happening with a lot of people watching it in real time as it were like as it's coming out um, and i think as humans who are craving connection uh and who maybe aren't getting that you know staying at home more often and like not be having these sort of shared experiences happen like in real time i think is is interesting so yeah like there's a lot of people i know who are uh, like a lot of people who aren't star wars fans who are like yeah i'm watching the mandalorian because it's coming out you know um so it's interesting. i don't know if it's kind of like you're trying to fit in with the crowd or just like yeah it just gives us a sort of like common pillar to kind of to all ground ourselves to so it's i think that's an important thing as well i think i don't think that was an intentional byproduct of that show because i think season one was released episodically right both of them have been released okay episodically. yeah um so yeah so i i, I would have ant- i think COVID or not, they would have released them the same way. But it, it's an interesting byproduct of like, you know, there's this collective building to each new episode. And then the finale, everyone's like, ah, oh, finale. Um, again, haven't seen it, but that's my outside perspective. I uh, I have a question for you, but what one of the things I'll say about The Mandalorian is every episode, or at least the last five episodes of the show this season, like the last five weeks have felt like the finale. Wow. They they felt like a finale of the show. That's awesome. Just because they've d- they did such a good job. I think the first season was a really good setup for what they wanted to do with the rest of the show. Um, and season two, it's just every week has been something is something happens or there's a moment or there's a couple moments where I'm just like, this is, this is the best thing ever. Or like, this is my favorite episode. And then this is my favorite episode. This is my favorite. It's, it's just, and I think that what's so great about this kind of leads into my question. Uh, I love how they've been releasing it episodically week by week. Um, I don't think the show would have hit as, as much of a, as much of a uh, enjoyment factor or just, I don't think I would have enjoyment or I would have enjoyed it, but I don't think I would have enjoyed it as much where if it was just all released at once, but part of the joy in watching it was just building up that anticipation week by week by week. And that kind of leads into my question. Do you guys prefer uh, really weekly releases like that or just how the Netflix formula of just dropping them all uh at the same time because i i go back and forth uh because it's nice to watch all the episodes 
when they come out like stranger things i remember i remember uh last summer not 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 20, 2019 summer uh stranger things season three came out and me and my family watched it and it was such a good time i had such a fun time watching it just back to back to back it was really an event we we would just like kind of be down in the basement it was a really good season of that show it was a lot of fun uh whereas the mandalorian my dad would literally like say i don't want to i don't want to watch it week to week to week and so me being the star wars fan that i am watched it by myself whereas i don't would it be a more enjoyable watching it with them i mean watching it with them uh all all the things so what what do you guys think alex do you have an answer i am an awful binger i am terrible i will i i'm so bad i watched this show um, Alice in Borderland. I don't know if you heard about it. It's on Netflix. It's a new Chinese or sorry, Japanese show. One season, 10 episodes, 50 minute long, watched it in a day. I regret, like I enjoyed it. Yes. But I regret it. Like I, I'm just that bad at it. So I, I definitely prefer the week to week because I just, once I start something, I can't stop. Mm. So I prefer the week to week. Um, and, and I think it, in terms of spoilers, it depends. That's a big factor for me, especially with Mandalorian. Like, not thankfully, nothing got spoiled for me really that I didn't want to get spoiled. Um, and I don't know if releasing it all at the same time, if I would have missed that or if people would have cut on. But I really like I like the anticipation, so I would I would vote for the the week to week. Yeah, I think I would also for a different reason. I think I'm usually not that good, that big of a binger, um, especially if a show's like an hour long. I, I, I catch myself watching a lot of The Office, Parks and Rec, Good Place, like all those sort of, you know, like sitcom, 20 minute, whatever. Um, those are easy to kind of chew through. Um, but like even with Queen's Gambit, like we watch an episode tonight um, and I'm not eager to watch more. Um, like I am, but I'm like, it's I don't know I think it's more of a personal thing where like I don't I don't really like sitting in a TV in front of a TV usually for too long unless I'm like totally gripped there's been a few that I've been like really gripped by um but yeah I think I like uh, I also yeah I think I can I can definitely live with the week to week um just practically but then I also do like the sort of anticipation and I like there's been a few shows where like my family you know, like years, you know, back more like childhood would be like, all right, this is coming out like Tuesday nights. Like this is, you know, this night, like that's when we get together and it's, it's a whole thing. Um, and I think I prefer that. So I'm not too picky. I'm, I'm happy either way, thankfully. Um, but yeah, I think I, I don't know. I, think, I don't know about, I hadn't really thought about it until this, this conversation, but yeah, I think week to week I'm okay with. So Kyber. Oh, it's definitely, I mean, I, I love binging stuff, uh, but I think week to week, just there's, there's something that, that just is what, what, one thing that I'll say is it really keeps, it keeps the attention on whatever you're watching for longer, because I don't think the Mandalorian would be as big as it is, as it currently is, if it wasn't released week to week. I think yeah. people would watch it 
and be like, oh, that was so great. And it's like the best one week of Star Wars love that has ever happened. Like, I think it'd be just crazy. But then after everybody's seen it, it's after those that one or two days because you can you can definitely watch a season in a day of the mandalorian because it's mm-hmm. 30 30 30 like episodes ranging from 30 to 50 minutes uh only eight episodes easy to chew through for, through a day so after that first one or two days of it being released everybody would forget about it you know whereas the two months because the first episode of season two came out around two months ago and it's still in the top in the top of like everybody's minds and so i think that just that consistent uh anticipation and consistent it like oh there's a there's a new episode this week helps everybody appreciate stuff more um yeah i think another thing i'm sorry go ahead no but i mean but at the same time i love just binging through shows through sitcoms and stuff i've been watching uh i mean i'm a big i'm a big friends and big bang theory fan and then i've been i've been like on disney plus there's a bunch of like disney channel sitcoms that i've been kind of just binging having on in the background uh and so i love just kind of chewing through content like that uh but it all so yeah yeah i think what's interesting too is um when things are released episodically, if you're on, if you're at least on the front end of it, it's super accessible. You're like, oh, I have to, like, I only have to watch one episode to be caught up with this show. Um, whereas, like, a personal opinion for me, like, like there's there's shows on my list of like to watch, like Always Sunny, uh, Game of Thrones, uh, you know, like these, you know, pretty well known, but they've got like a thousand seasons and like. 15 episodes per season you know this is just arbitrary numbers and that's like intimidating in a way to me um which like uh, you know they've been out along so it's like you know the argument still stands where like if you can stay on the forefront of like a season um you can you know even if a season is dropped in one day you can reasonably stay caught up with that um but essentially yeah I, i don't know there's some shows that i'm just like i don't know if it's worth getting into it seems like a lot um so I think that's another argument for the episodic releases. Yeah. But I don't know. Um, well, anyway, Christmas episode. <laughs> yeah, so I was going to kind of relate it back to Christmas a little bit. So like we've been talking about hope and anticipation of like episodes. And so kind of still on the same track of like Star Wars, Disney releasing like all these new projects that they're going to do all these new movies and all these new tv shows and like yeah I, th- I mean we were talking earlier about why so many things are put on christmas and well one reason might be toys like toys are huge oh, in the industry. but you know i think also subconsciously it's like you know this season with covid and but not just with covid every year is like christmas for me is always a season of anticipation and looking forward to something bigger right and i think a lot of <laughs> companies kind of cash in on that but mm-hmm. there's a truth to it like, like there's a lot of anticipation around this season to be like the end of the year and, and something big and exciting and like companies know it and they're like okay well you want big and exciting here's freaking epic finale of the mandalorian or um here are all these shows we're doing and 
um, jump on the jump on the ship, if you will. And uh, yeah, I think Christmas is is a perfect time for that. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, there's no real extra point to that, but I just thought I'd point it out. Well, and that's it. Makes me think. Basically, all I'll ever talk about is Marvel. So sorry. Um, but I mean, you know, we're talking a lot about Disney and um, Disney. You know, just had like their investors' day or whatever. Um, uh, their big announcements. Um, and while like a lot of the Disney Plus shows aren't coming out, you know, WandaVision's January fifteenth, I think. The next one's in March, then May. Um, none of those are coming out right now. But you have exactly a good point with that because I think now I'm you know school wrapped up, like it's on break. Like I'm looking for stuff to like, like I'm looking for stuff. Um, and that big investors announcement got me really excited. Like wow, look at everything that's coming. And I think like, you know, in September, I probably wouldn't have had the mental bandwidth of like, or I wouldn't have been like seeking out things. Um, and I very much uh, with that announcement was like, this is great. Like now I have stuff to look forward to. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a, there's a lot of, <laughs> I like the, the point that Alex made about toys. Um, and like consumerism and like because there's a lot there's a lot of variables coming into play in christmas time whether it's you know uh money wise or like holiday spirit wise or like geographical location wise like a lot of people are like home now and you know it's, it's a lot of moving parts to consider but it is interesting how that sort of unravels into how we you know, absorb content in the season and how we spend the time. And a lot of it is sitting in front of a television with movies or TV or whatever. Um, yeah, it's just fascinating to kind of think about. So. Yeah, I, I'm excited for all the stuff coming out. Uh, I think there's a lot to look forward to and that's, I, I feel very cautious in saying that because I think I felt this way last Christmas uh, with all the movies that were supposed to be coming out this year. Uh, and overall, I've been really, in a way, disappointed by a lot of the stuff that didn't come out or didn't happen uh, this year. And so it's kind of hard. Like I see all that and I, I, I see all the, those shows and potential movies regarding star Wars, Marvel, Disney. And I'm excited because they've been able to put out stuff like the Mandalorian, like they're going to put out soul, but, I'm, and I'm excited for stuff, projects like WandaVision or uh, new star Wars shows or, new Disney movies or whatever. And even, even other stuff, Warner brothers stuff, or just, there's a lot of stuff to look forward to, but I think this year, if anything has really taught me to, that I don't, I don't, I, I verily, I very rarely often spend my days anticipating a lot of movies now. Um, and that's a lot different than I was a year ago because the main, one of the main movies that I really wanted to see this year and I was super excited about was A Quiet Place Part Two because I love the first one. And 
I never got to see it. And I feel like, I think that, I think a lot of the time spent anticipating that kind of stuff was kind of wasted. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't wait in my room, just like sitting, doing nothing, just waiting for a movie, but mm-hmm. subconsciously and kind of just, I think that I've spent a lot less time this year thinking about stuff coming in the future. Mm-hmm. And I think that that has been a good thing be, because uh, it's allowed me to kind of do more stuff like just in the present. Um, and I'm not saying anticipation of movies is bad. I just think that my personal views of it and my personal kind of habits have really changed because of the disappointment in a way I've felt mm. this year. Uh, I mean, there's been some great movies. My my best movie, in my opinion, my favorite movie of the year is still Birds of Prey. Um, and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Just because that was a fun, it was a fun movie. Uh, I was super excited for it. And none of the other movies kind of, the only other movie that came close, the only other two movies that came close were uh, Onward and the New Mutants. But at the same time, those are, there's not many movies I can speak of because for the last half of the year, I've only seen two new movies, basically, Tenet and New Mutants. And that's, and so I feel like I, I, I went into this show. I was like, oh, I want to have this great show where we kind of recap the year. And like, as we've been talking for like this past, these past like 20 minutes, I've kind of realized that I've already talked about this year in previous episodes i've talked about all the movies that that i've loved and it'd be nice to and i kind of already and it it just part of me is disappointed in the fact that i can't like talk about a lot of these movies and kind of the year in review but a lot of but but as you guys said i think there's a lot of stuff coming in the future and i think it's i think it's it's exciting to see what what comes next uh and I think that, but yeah, I, I, I want to enjoy this holiday, uh, this Christmas time with the people that I love and the people around us. And I think that's, that's what the meaning of the Christmas season is about. So. Heck yeah. Yeah. I got some Christmas ghost of Christmas past, present and future vibes from you right there. That was good. <laughs> Totally agree, man. That's good. I I don't know. Um, I just I thought that it was. I thought I don't know. It's 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 a it's a good time, and I think that I think movies movies reflect people and reflect uh, reflect life. And it's been hard not it's been hard not enjoying some of the stories that are told through movies this year. Yeah. So well, that's. I think it it is really interesting. Um. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about it this way until you kind of mentioned it and, and Alex made that comment. But I think this time, you know, a lot of it is families saying like, what movies from, you know, what traditional movies should we watch? Which ones are important to our family? Which ones are important to our country? The sort of like societal, yeah. like, yeah, everyone loves Home Alone, you know, that sort of stuff. Elf, all that sort of stuff. Um, so you got all these sort of like past things culminating. We're wrapping up the year 2020 um 
we're still in sort of this season of pandemic and lockdown and um, all that. So it doesn't feel totally like a, a change of, of that, but um, there's a lot of people kind of just acknowledging how the year 2020 was probably not what they expected. And um, so this is sort of a culminating point in the present um, reflecting on this year, which I think is important. I think it's, it's like you said, like it's, it's important to think about what we've had and what didn't go as well as we'd hoped and all that. Uh, and then it is really interesting to look forward to what's coming out. Cause I think I definitely hear what you're saying, Gregorio, about how you felt about this year. Um, but then also on the other hand, I think a lot of people need something to look forward to. Yeah. And in, in, in some ways, I don't think they probably don't need a TV show or movie, but it's a comforting thing to know that the next season, the next installment, a new whatever is on the horizon. Um, you know, so it's, it's, it's a really, it's, it's a big crossroads nowadays of, yeah, it, it's a different time currently, but we have these traditions with family and we're moving into, you know, we're continuing into the streaming age and all this HBO Max and, uh warner brothers stuff is really fascinating to me um so yeah i don't I, I guess i don't know i don't have a like a point with that i don't have like an analysis of it but it's just an interesting observation yeah. to make um for sure where people are at yeah my final comment regarding same lines is that like i think about christmas time and i think you're right like we go to the classics so often like music we always kind of end up in the same area. You know, there's some different spins. It's kind of hard for like new Christmas music to be a thing. Like it exists and it's there and sometimes it hits and, and it's become a classic. Same thing with movies. Um, a lot of my favorite Christmas movies are the ones we watch as a family are 1980s, 1960s, you know, all within that area. Um, yeah. And Elf, you know, came out a little later, 2000s. Um, and you know, there's, there's that, there's those classics and what makes a classic Christmas movie, you know, that's a whole nother discussion, but just like overall, it comes down to that theme of like, just what Christmas is, the spirit behind it, the meaning behind it. Um, and just, yeah, the past, present, future, all that kind of relating back to each other. But right now we're just sensing, we're looking for that, um, that comfort um, more now than ever. And regarding movies, yeah, it has not been, you know, the best year, like we can say that, but, um, you know, the lessons learned and the, the future to come. Um, Kyber, I hope next year, 2021 is one full of many movie reviews and uh, more podcasts and um, yeah, just more joy that, you know, we may have taken for granted in the past, but now we're, we're not going to, and we'll be very thankful and uh, really look forward to it. So that's my final note there. I agree yeah i i'm there's already there's already i'm i'm already looking to potentially do like a i mean i i i have that other the weekly stub where i can kind of talk about new movies and i think i i think that Love is it. gonna get busier and busier as i'm seeing a lot of these new movies uh and i'm excited to not only enjoy this content but now that i have this podcast that I've enjoyed doing uh I can talk more with my friends and 
family and other people about about these movies and kind of see where they lie on them. And I think that I learn a lot. I think I personally learn a lot by just talking to you guys about it and uh, talking to you about just different different movies that we all love. Um, I think that this has been probably the most retrospective or most uh, thoughtful episode of Kyber Loves Movies. Uh, and that's been fun because I think the holidays are a good time to is the season. Uh, enjoy enjoy each other's company and but also look back on kind of the year and see how we can improve uh, as people and as uh, just as people of of the world and see how we can grow. And I think that movies can help guide us. Uh, TV shows can help guide us uh, in whatever way we think. Uh, and I think that, I think that's part of the reason why it, it, it might seem silly that, that, but I think that's part of the reason why I'm a little disappointed in, in the lack of stuff because whatever it is, I think there's something you can get out of out of it uh and no matter what it is i think you can always learn uh from something else it it helps educate us on the world around us and yeah i i've enjoyed talking with y'all on about christmas stuff and about the year in review uh it's been a lot of fun um but before before i give our little outro uh do you guys have anything you would like to share or plug or brag about what you guys have been working on uh yeah um i also host a podcast um with one of our other friends um called that's a hot take uh we've been on a little bit of hiatus with uh just some craziness lately but uh get looking forward to getting back into some make, making some new episodes so if you want to listen to a podcast about unpopular opinions and the discussions behind those check out that's a hot take wherever you get podcasts yes do that so do that they're so good uh, my podcast yeah i'll just say 2020 school everything in between there ain't nothing i have done but now that breaks here christmas season is upon us i'm starting up that again so my podcast is called my pod shuffle um wherever podcast you get yours um, and then I'm also starting up the TikTok again, uh, Alexander Ooh. underscore Karis. Yep, it's back um, for a long break lasts, and then it'll probably disappear for a little bit again. But uh, yeah, if you want to go check those out, please do. New episode released today with uh, with Elijah Lancaster. So go check that out. Very cool. Awesome. Uh, well. Before we end, let me just say thank you again, both of you, for joining joining me. Uh, it's 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 been nice having two guests for once. Uh, I think I might want to continue this because it's it's nice. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice having yeah. uh, all these different opinions, but also diff like just overall thoughts. Uh, and yeah, I I look forward to what twenty twenty one will bring. Uh, to, to movies, to entertainment, to school, to life, to this podcast. And so uh, with that, I thank you all for listening. Uh, check, just, I hope, what I wanna say is just 
Hope you all have a really Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and have a great rest of your day.